Hello and welcome back to part two of episode nine, uh, game week 32 of the 2K Fantasy Premier League podcast. So Kev, I left you with a question at the end of part one, which is all about Aston Villa and who is their highest point scorer in FPL this season? I have no idea, man. Um, I'll just say Watkins because he just scored probably made you think about him or something that's why i'm guessing him no 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 watkins has 96 he is their fifth highest point scorer okay the highest point scorer is matty cash with 121 all right okay i had that he had that like 29 point week in the double and the week before that he got 14 he got 43 points over over two game weeks right yeah so it's yeah well i have him in draft so well you, sh- you should have won both those weeks with, with those scores. I did. I think I did. I don't remember. I'm getting smashed this week. Holy shit. I'm up against like Sterling and Ward Pro. It's like everyone that scored I'm against. So what are you going to do? I don't like draft. I pr- way prefer this format, like the main format. This is why I don't really – this is why I prefer FPL to North American sports. All North American sports are it's all draft format, like draft format yeah. you know? Yeah. No, I, I want to be able it. to own the best players and cheer for them, not hope I get to draft them. Otherwise, I don't get to cheer for them. Yeah, agree so. with that entirely. Right. So, should we spend like just a couple of minutes on how your team's done this week? Well, very briefly, how our teams have done this week, and then initial thoughts for 32, and then we sort of go into a bit more sort of future plans and sort of key, key questions around the teams. Yeah, sure. I mean, I can talk a bit about how, like, where my mind was when I woke up at like four in the morning on fucking Saturday because I couldn't sleep because I didn't know what to do. The stupid part of living in North America for this game, like, yeah, ruined my whole Saturday because I was tired all day. <laughs> and I, I ended up not even doing anything in the end. I guess I benched Trent <laughs> when the news came out, but didn't like matter. So anyway, I ended up rolling and um, I was mostly just worried about Dubravka and Ramsdale having both of them and maybe going to Pope. But then I just didn't, and I almost went to Pope with and I uh, like the whole thing was, should I sell Ramsdale or should I sell Dubravka? Which one's better? What am I going to do in 33? What am I going to do in 36? Like all that stuff. And then I was like, and then eventually I got to a point where I'm like, Ben Mee's not even playing. They haven't kept a clean, clean sheet since he got injured. They look terrible. I don't even want Pope. <laughs> like, you know, I, that's what it came down to. I was like, they don't have Ben Mee. I, like, that's a big loss defensively. So Pope just kind of seemed like a waste of a transfer. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to roll. And, it, and part of the decision was also like, I don't know who's going to double for sure in game week 36 yet. So to bring in a keeper where I'm most likely going to bench boost in 36 and I don't even know if he's going to double and I need my both my keepers to double that week just seemed kind of like a bit of a throw of a dart without knowing where it was going to land. And so I just figured one of these two is probably going to play. I mean, so far Dubrovka's play, he got a zero because they got battered so much. So I really hope Ramsdale starts tomorrow. It sounds like he might now. Thank God. So... Hopefully, bullet dodge. So then my mind went to maybe I'll change uh, Luca Dean to uh, 
who was I talking about? Either either Rudiger, Laporte, or Ben White. And I, 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 think I, not... I think I told you to go to Rudiger. Yeah, and the reason I didn't end up doing it was I was like, I have, have 1.1 million. I had exact money to do that. And I'm like, yeah, but if I, if I want to move to Bravka in a week or two, or if I want to move, if I want to upgrade to get a city mid and like after game week 32 or something, like I didn't really want to use that money on Rudiger. Um, and my, my, and I already have reached James just for context. And my thought was to want to double up. I, I think at some point they'll start rotating for like champions league and stuff and being beached because they have this point cushion on either side. Well, then what happens? Dean gets taken off after 10 minutes, just epic fail. Rudiger fucking scores. <laughs> and, uh, and then also, Brentford batter them and bring them back down to the top four race. So they're probably not going to rotate at all now. <laughs> so it, I definitely should have gone to Rudiger or uh, after today, shit, probably should have been considering Doherty as well, who I don't have. Uh, and that's what I was going to ask you about. Like for like, I have, I have two frees now. I've got Ramsdale and Dubravkas, who I might as well leave alone now. I've got Cancelo, Robertson, Trent, Reese James aren't going anywhere. Dean. I got Kulu, Rafinha, Mo, Broya, Weggy, Kane, Gallagher, Ramsey. I don't really need to change any of them. And what, like if the ones I don't like are Broya and Weggy. But as we know, the forwards are just kind of completely dog shit besides Kane, like all of them. So it's just sort of like, why would I waste a transfer to move from like one shitty forward to another shitty forward? And there aren't many that much cheaper than Broya anyway. Maybe Mateta. But it's it's not like he's amazing either. And well, Broya is so cheap. So I'm thinking I'm just going to move one transfer. And it's going to be Dean. And I don't know who to between Ben White and Doherty. That's where my mind is. I like Laporte to have the double City for the rest of the season. And I like Rudiger to have double Chelsea for the rest of the season. But Ben White's pretty fucking good too. And clearly Doherty's good. And they also have great fixtures. And they and every game's meaningful for Arsenal and Tottenham as well. So why not go a bit cheaper? And then that gives me money to sort of try to squeeze in a city midfielder like Foden or something from Rafinha in, in two weeks. So, uh, but the, the thing is, I'm, I'm going to free hit 33, it seems. So I need to use two transfers. So what am I going to do with my other transfer? I'm lost. Well, so that's where my mind's at, man. I mean, I think we're in a similar position. So we'll, I think we should talk about 33 free hitting or not in a minute after yeah. you've given the teaser and part, and part one. So um, so here's some thoughts. So I guess my first question is, who are your three strikers going to be in 36? Because that's oh, when you're going to bench boost. Yeah. So, right, Harry Kane's a given, right? You're going to have yeah. him, right? And okay. he, he's probably going to play Liverpool away and Arsenal at home. But that's fine. Because he's got Burnley Norwich after that, we're not going to mess, mess about taking. Yeah, that. just leave him. He's gonna, he's gonna. Of course, he's gonna play. He could score against anyone. So my mind's at. So I'm. So I think I called Mateta a while ago. I'll probably go for Mateta because he's probably going to have Watford at home and Everton away, which are decent games. We know that Vieira might bench him and he might not play fully, particularly. If by some miracle, I mean, it depends if they beat Chelsea as well and play in the FA Cup final in 37, they probably won't. So if they lose that, which we'll know after 33, uh, but I, I think Mateta is going to be popular. He's 5.2 is a bit of an enabler. So he's probably the obvious player to move on from Brozier if you're going to 
because you probably don't want Brozier after after. I, mean, I don't want to do that now, though, Chris, because for two reasons. One, do we know a hundred percent that Crystal Palace are going to double in thirty six? No. And and two, do we know a hundred percent Mateta is going to be the in favor forward for this team that has like ten attackers come game week thirty six? So I mean, I already did it in the last double with them with. Uh, what's his nuts, Edward, who was like on fire, and all of a sudden this guy doesn't play anymore. Like I, I just don't trust Mateta's going to be starting by like four, five weeks from now, so, and I don't even know that team's going to double. So I don't want to do this little move. So I'm more confident he'll double than he'll definitely keep his place. Is what I'd say. I think it's a very good chance. I, I think there's a very, very good chance they're going to have to double then. So that's right. So. That's my view. I think he's almost certainly going to double in 36, but I think you insert but But then you play through what's the alternatives? And this is where I get stuck because um, the other players I've thought about mm-hmm. are I'm looking at Cucho Hernandez from Watford. They're probably not going to double in 36, but yeah, he's a bit of an enabler. This guy. Okay. But, but, but he's got leads at home in 32, so I, I, he's I might I might bring him in because I can use him this this week for Leeds okay. at home. So I think um, he's a, he's just a bit of an enabler, and they will. But uh, Watford will also double at some point, but probably not in thirty six. They're more likely to double in thirty seven. Um, the I did after you mentioned Fabio Silva, I thought well, maybe he'll be in favour now that he's coming. And, Are you kidding me? But then, but then your mind right now. But Wolves have got Chelsea and Man City if they double up in 36, so I'm not going to well, talk Jimenez that. will be back. He's going to go right back in. Yeah, agreed. No, it, it just came to me when you, you know, when you're going through the stats in part one, I was like, oh, yeah. maybe Silver. Um, the, the other player I am thinking of, and, and again, it's not a doubler, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm going to have to have a single player. I am considering Tony because he finished the season Southampton at home, which is 36, yeah. Everton away in 37, and Leeds at home in 38. So I think... I think Tony could be the guy to go for because we saw yesterday, you know, you you know, absolutely smashed Chelsea. They seem to be a completely different team with Ericsson alongside. He looks him. good right now, man. Like it's a shame he doesn't have a double, and it's not a bad shout. Like almost say, you know what? Fuck the doubles. There's no good forwards in the game, and he's a good forward right now. Yeah. It's actually interesting. You're basically saying that we I know everyone else is gonna get addicted to like how many doubles. But like Weggy sucks. Seeing it right now, he doubles. So what? Who and, cares that he doubles? He, he sucks. I should have Tony instead. Tony has five points this game week. He's probably going to outscore doubling Weggy. And to be clear, Burnley won't double in thirty-six because unless they play Villa twice, which I think, it, I mean, it's possible. But it's it's the, the yeah. thought is that Weg, Weg, Weggy might double before that, which that might be when you sort of if he doubles against Wolves and Villa or Watford and Villa you might decide oh, I better play him again because I'm still he's still in my team and watch him get three three points again or something um i, I mean the the other forwards obviously worth considering are Ings or Watkins, Watkins. yeah uh, cuz but Villa's doubles probably in 36 probably going to be Burnley and Liverpool but they do have Norwich in 35 uh, and there's there, there is a chance they could double Norwich and Burnley at home in 35 yeah. Or or if they don't double then they could then that their, their other double is gonna be you see they they're gonna play Burnley alongside either Leicester away in thirty four, Norwich at home in thirty five, or Crystal Palace at home in thirty seven. Yeah. So two of those three are fantastic. That's why I'm not touching Ramsey. 
but then you're moving on Dinya, which is probably why I'm going to keep oh, Dinya. Well, Dinya is more like, I get they have these decent doubles, but like, I'm keeping Dinya over like fucking Rudiger, Laporte, Doherty, White. These other D are way better than him. Yeah. So I get that he, this is kind of like what you're saying about like Tony versus a doubler. Like, I'd rather have the way better defender than Dinya at this point. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. he's got to go, man. Like, he, he sucks. He's, I mean, and I know he could get it or a set piece or this, but like, fuck, he's, he's, he keeps getting subbed after like 10 minutes from little weird injuries too. Like if something's up, it, you know, I look, he could, uh, there's but, a investment rule called Gartman's law, which is like one of his rules. This Dennis Gartman guy is once you sell a stock, just delete it from your memory. It could triple after you sell it. Who cares? I'm going to sell Dean. If he gets a hat trick the next game, good for him, man. I'm going to have a really good asset in instead. I need to move two on. I might as well get a better player that's also going to double later. Yeah, I, can, I can see it. I think... But Ram, sorry, Ramsey's like bench fodder. Why waste a transfer on him? He's going to have these doubles Great. later. He's kind of like a perfect bench boost type of bench fodder guy because I don't have to waste too much of my team value on him in the other weeks. So, and just to come back to Kucho, which I know you sort of laughed at before, but the only mm-hmm. reason why I'm looking at him is that's a way of creating some cash in my team. Okay. And then that yeah. allows me to then get either a City or a Leicester midfielder in for Kulu. Um, so, but I, I can, you know, if I, had a, if I had a choice now of which single game would you have in 36, it would definitely be hands down Tony. No doubt, see six point seven exactly the same price as Wood, who's yeah. already in my my team. So I, I think it's an okay fixture. Yeah, I think this is the problem. The problem we have is shit forwards. Yeah, and so um, if they're the forwards that are effectively on your bench, and then they bench boost in thirty six, I almost don't want to spend my life working my team out around those bench boost players. So I mean, that's the thing with Mateta. I know you say. Oh, you know he's definitely in the double, but he's got Watford at home, and even if he doesn't double, at least he's got a decent single fixture, and he's a, he's relatively cheap. The the problem with, well, I, I mean, I'm saying all this. I mean, Southampton have got what Brentford away in 36, and I guess you've already got uh, Broyer, haven't you? But Broyer just not look, doesn't look like he's in a score again. No, but he could. I mean, form's a weird thing in football. Oh yeah. We, we chase form and players go in form, they go out of form, they go out of form, they go in form. It's just this made-up thing. They happen to score a goal, they're in form. I mean, as long as he's playing forward up with Shea Adams, he's going to get chances, right? There's, he's, it's going to look – I always find form, like, with some types of players, it makes sense. Like, they get to join the attack and stuff versus they're hanging back or playing defensive. Like, Broy is clearly playing up front. That's – you know, sometimes the ball is going to follow him, sometimes it isn't, like – and. Maybe there's a confidence thing. Maybe there isn't. Maybe he had a niggle. You know, he had that headshot two weeks ago, that bad head injury. But he's so cheap. As long as he's starting, I just don't want to waste a transfer on him. I don't feel like there's a need. The only thing I'd say about Tony is come, come, come game week 37, 38, I think they'll be beached. I don't think Erickson will play. And if Erickson's not playing, I think their attack won't be as strong, well, clearly. Well, why would so, Erickson not be playing? Because of his his condition. I think that if I don't think they're gonna play him like strenuous minutes if he's you know, if they're they're like clearly not gonna get relegated, which it's not looking like they will. It, it I think it'll go one of two ways. Maybe it'll go that way and they'll be beached, 
Or, you yeah. know, sometimes when team hit a bit of form and they've got two home games, Southampton, I think Leeds at home, I almost, I almost can see myself, even if I don't get him for 36, getting him in for 38, Leeds at home, a last hurrah in front of the home fans and you know, enjoying the season, you know, they'll be safely in mid-table having had, you know, a great yeah. sort of second half of the season. You could see that, you know, Leeds might be safe. You could see that just being a cricket score that game, you know, the sort of yeah, classic maybe. last game of the season. The other forward that we haven't mentioned is Jamie Vardy. Like, I I think Leicester, like, will double 36, right? Like, so more that... than any other team, they've got a very high chance of, like, pretty much for sure doubling in 36. Yeah, I think you got Vardy and, and Nacho um, are the other one. I, I guess the... the there's well, no there's... way you can consider Nacho knowing Vardy's coming back. Like, it's, it's Madison Barnes, Vardy, Castagna. Like, those are the four Leicester I'd consider, and Schmeichel, I guess. I wouldn't consider any other D. I like Justin a lot, but with Ricardo being there, <clears throat> sorry, I don't see Justin playing, like, every game. I think Justin's the starter, the main, like, the 1A, but I could still see Ricardo getting minutes, right? Like, maybe he plays wing or something. I don't know, but I, with J- Justin's injury, I could see him uh, rotating a little. So... I think Vardy's probably too expensive for most people, but yeah, I think if you've got the team, maybe, Vardy, maybe you can get Vardy in. I, I can, I think the thing with Vardy is, and this has happened in the past when they have doubled up, he's generally not played both games. He's played like maybe eight yeah. or nine in one game Good and point. 13 in the other because his fitness isn't there. So I, I, I would personally stay clear of him for that to because it's too much money for my team. Um, so if anything, he just makes Nacho a non event. Um, but last season, Nacho was... I mean, Barnes yeah, is our favourite at this point. This but... season, he's barely fucking played for some reason. Remember in the first half of the year, we were all like, why isn't he playing Nacho? The end of last year, Nacho was unreal. And he just, has, with Vardy fit, just didn't play him at all. So Vardy's going to be back mid-April. Well, I think... I, I think, I that... think Nacho is a complete avoid. Well, it depends if Vardy comes back or not. Because he keeps coming back and then being injured again, doesn't he? So he might, you know, he might end up doing a uh, Bamford. Maybe. But as long as it says in the game back April 15th or whatever, like I'm not going to spend a transfer getting Nacho in. Especially like Madison and Barnes are like way better assets overall and like not very expensive. I mean, the the other forward who I know wasn't great today is Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So the thought is that in 36, Everton will have Leicester away and Crystal Palace at home. And then in 37, I'll have Brentford at home and Watford away. And they might be fighting for their lives. Now he's got zero form yep. and poor fitness. I he's think the bigger issue with Calvert Lewin is they don't have a single creative player. Last year when they were going bananas, they had Dean and and Hamas uh, Rodriguez, man, and they were just gelling. They were smashing teams. It looked unreal. And then Rafa came in and said, uh, "Get these two creative players out of here," even though they don't have another creative player. And the third one, Siggy's fucking pedophile or something. He's not even in the league anymore or whatever the hell happened. So, like, they just, they have, like, zero creativity, man. I mean, watch them today. The only creativity they have is Gray, but he's more like a let me dribble through everyone yeah. and shoot kind of guy. He's not, like, sending in crosses for Calvert-Lewin's fantastic header form that he can get into. They just, they don't, like, and even Townsend's out for the season. Like, I that's what I don't like about them. They don't okay. have a creative presence in that team which i think calvert lewin needs to to do well so you know wait and see watch and see he's just back from injury maybe something changes that 
Um, a lot of these forwards for 36, I'll probably just go with what I have until then. Like Weggy might even double again before then. And I know he's not looked great, but I mean, oh, yeah, definitely. Who knows if he's going to double? I'm going to put it. I mean, it's still probably just going to be four points. Fuck. That's better than all the other forwards are getting. So I might as well keep them. Um, you know? So, Kev, I've got a question for you. So, in terms of your yeah. Spurs assets, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll come back to. So, assuming you're free hitting in 33. Yeah. Yeah. They've got Aston Villa away this this week. So, the Brighton at home in 33 is irrelevant if you free hit. The fixtures of them Brentford away. Yeah. Leicester at home. The double is Liverpool and Arsenal. And then they finish with Burnley at home and Norwich. So, obviously, you're going to keep Kane. That's a given. What's your mm-hmm. plan with Kulu? In that, are you going to keep him? Or was he, or was he the person well, who I free hit 33. So it's Villa, Brentford, Leicester, horrible double, Burnley, Burnley Norwich. And Norwich. Yeah, I, I would probably keep Kulu. You're going to keep Kulu. Okay. I think so. And le- I mean, so, maybe in like around 35 when he's playing Leicester and then going into a not great double, I'd consider a switch to like a city mid or something. If, if, if there's like a clearly yeah. obvious sideways switch by then but there's no like screaming need to sell this guy that no. that you know that legendary guy that everybody loves that that for for his uh, Fabio Fabio. yeah the the thing so he wrote that article earlier in the year and had all these tips or whatever that other person wrote an article on him the one thing that stuck out for me from that was he said like he doesn't make his transfers about these like FOMO sexy players I have to get in. He makes them about like the problem in his team and getting that out. So like if, if there's a problem in my team and I need to fix, I just see what I can spend and just, you know, fix that problem. I'm not like working out a plan to get uh, Son to Kane or whatever the hell people wanted to do the last two weeks, which they probably don't want to do now. Right. Cause Son's the better player this week. But but that's stuck stuck to me. So I don't I have no plan on getting Kulu out anytime soon. And but, if I have a, come 35-36, I'm fine leaving him in for Leicester. I could see them scoring on Leicester. And Poole Arsenal is like the worst double of the week, but still a double. Burn you know, Burnley Norwich right after, and you know that they're gonna be playing to win those games. It's probably worth just holding. Um, but if I had no other problems. Or, or I, you know, I also, if I'm going to bench boost, I'm probably going to have a bunch of players on my team that's single in that week that I need to, like, get out of my team by then because we don't know for sure who's doubling yet. It's only five weeks away. So I have, what, five, six transfers to... I'm probably going to have five or six players on my team as of today that don't double then that well, I'll need to change around. So I, well, I, I, I likely keep them. Okay, no, I'm kind of, I'm torn. But I think if I sell him, I need to sell him in 34 because I may well want him back for the end of the season. Um, but you're going to have a team like you're you're planning on bench boosting 36. Yeah, so if you and bench you boost, think the, that your entire team right now will double in 36. Um, if I probably end up with, not. I I think my well actually my current team after so I've got two transfers for this week. Um, mm-hmm. My keepers currently are Pickford and Saar. So Pickford's almost certainly going to double in 36. I'm probably doubling 37 as well. Yeah. Um, Wolves may, but may not. 
I think Wolves probably will, but I have like Chelsea and Liverpool. No, Chelsea and City, so it's terrible. Uh, but I'm probably going to go to Ramsdale because they've got the best clean sheet odds this week, Brian, at home. But um, just just go through the ones that might not double. Like, do you have anyone from Newcastle? They won't double. I have Dubrovka, so he's no, so, going to have to go. So all my players, I think all my players are going to double apart from my strikers. Yeah, so... I've got Pickford and so one of my transfers, one of my two free transfers is going to be Sar to Ramsdale because I just think Ramsdale is the best keeper and Arsenal got a much better clean sheet odds. And I probably prefer Smichael to Pickford, but I mean, it's, I don't think Everton or Leicester are any good at keeping clean sheets anyway. Right. I've got four and five between them. Uh, I've got two Liverpool, Cancelo, Rudiger and Digne. So all those should all double. All my midfielders double. So Salah, Saka, Ramsey, Martinelli, Kulu. So they all double. Uh, Kane will double. So the players that won't double it on my team currently are Wood and um, uh, Breuer. So at the moment, I have coming, coming into this week, I have four players that don't double. Sorry, uh, sorry, I have three players that don't double. Uh, no, two. Sorry, two players that don't double. It's Wood and Breuer. And you uh, might bring Tony in, but you don't care that he doesn't double. Exactly. So, so I've kind of got luxury transfer in terms of I can, if, of all my midfielders to move on, I would. I'm not going to move on Salah. I could move move no. to KDB. Um, Saka and Martinelli are season keepers for me. Arsenal got stuff to play for. We have Leeds and Tottenham double in 36. That's a great double. Martinelli's 5.3's cheapest chips. Ramsey, as you've already said, is great bench fodder. So Kulu's the only one I could move on. Um, right. So that that's it. so I was just interested in terms. So I I mostly have doublers in 36, and one of my forwards I end up with probably won't double anyway. Um, but I'm going to move on, bro. My plan is to move on, bro. You this week if I'm going to bench boost in 33 because there's no one else want to move on at this stage. You're bench boosting 33 or free hit? You mean free hit 33? Sorry, I meant free hit. Um, yeah. So I'll probably. I mean, what are the chances we hear about game week 36 doubles by game week 33? So I've been thinking about it. So I don't think we do. And the reason for this is I. So the thing to watch out for this week, which will give you a bit of a clue to what how, because I was working this through. Actually, sorry, wait, before you say that, we would have to know by game week 32 this Friday because I need to use my two transfers by then. Not... I, don't th- I don't think we are going to find out. And the yeah. reason for this is Leicester and Chelsea are a bit fixture compiled up because because if, if they win their quarterfinal this week, they end up, uh, they can't double in 34, 35. Uh, but they'll know the outcome of that before 33. So their quarterfinals middle of this week and then middle of next week, so ahead of the 33 deadline. Um, but it's probably worth keeping an eye on that because Chelsea got Real Madrid and Leicester yeah. got PSV. So clearly the, it's a two-legged affair, but if, if there's a big score one way or the other, you might have an idea of who's through. And it will also impact on whether, whether or not you want the players. So say let's play this through. I think Real Madrid beating Chelsea wouldn't be a shock to us all. Uh, if that happens, then Chelsea, as you say, are in a fight for the top four. Mm-hmm. They've got the FA Cup left, mm-hmm. um, but that suddenly means that doubling, you know, getting James and Digne might be the way forward. Uh, similarly with Digne. Leicester, so James and uh, Rudiger. Um, right. I'm, I can tell. There's my so many good right. though. Like, okay, do you want to? Yeah, yeah. Try and, and I think, with, and I guess the point with Leicester is. The fear, my, my fear, because Leicester probably going to double in 36 and 37 as things stand. But if they get knocked out of Europa Conference League this week, they might end up doubling 34, 35. 
right. uh, they might like doubling 34 and 36. So I, th- I think there could be all sorts of permutations off the back of this. And I think the issue with the Leicester players is if they stay in Europe is that Madison and Barnes, are they really going to play both? You know, are they going to play twice in a double game week when they've got European games coming up? It's a tricky one. So I, I guess my point is I think these your European matches are going to be massive in terms of where the doubles might land, but also what motivation the players have for the rest of the season. Fuck. So Villa might double right after 33, and I'm going to sell Dean. <laughs> so course. Villa could double in 34 or 35. Um, yeah. Like could or will? Could. But the, the double way you'll be regretting it is if they double in 35, mm-hmm. Norwich at home and Burnley at home, you'll yeah. be sitting there going, Why wow. did I sell Dean? Yeah, I think that's the challenge. Wow. And, uh, and we're not going to know. Two transfers. Fuck, I just should have sold like Trent for White and then worked out getting KDB in. Just went three premiums the rest of this season. So. Like, this um, is the thing, dude. Like, who are the best D? Okay. Trent, Robbo, James, and Cancelo are like the best, like, because they're basically attacking forwards as well as uh, D on like the three best clean sheet teams. Like, they're like, there's no better than them. Okay. They're tier A, right? I'd agree with that. Trent, Cancelo are like the two elite first. Say Robbo is there as well, but like when Reese James is playing, he's there with them. So like th- that's just the tier, okay? But just I think below the, that, do, but I think like, the only re- reason why James is a question mark is because of his fitness. If it wasn't right, for that, but you there. still want him in because if he's gonna play, like holy fuck, can you imagine not owning him if he's pl- if he's in the starting st- team sheet. You're gonna be like, this guy might get a hat trick. <laughs> he, the other guys all get good assists and stuff. Reese James, I think, if he let's say he played every single minute, I, he might get like ten goals in a season, like a high, high level of goal. Like he's just like a goal scorer, right? But the um, the other thing is then you've got one more spot. There's Doherty, Ben White, both unreal value right now. Like both of them, like Ben White, clean sheet odds, very high and gets bonus points and 4.6 million or whatever he is. Doherty could get a clean sheet. Like it's not, it's not going to have bad clean sheet. It's not as good as Arsenal's though, but like extremely attacking and also under 5 million. But then you've also got like, you could go Laporte for a city double up because they're pretty much going to clean like every single game the rest of the year. (laughs) And uh, same with Rudiger, right? Rudiger's probably, yeah. And Laporte are probably very similar in terms of like, I give Laporte probably slightly better clean sheet odds the rest of the season, and Rudiger slightly better attacking return odds the rest of the season, maybe. But I guess I prefer Laporte just because he's a bit cheaper. Uh, you know, City are going to have to play to win every single game now, right? Well, so what would you do with your fifth D? Um, like take doubles out of it. Like, who do you think the best fifth D is? Is it Ben White because he's the cheapest, or is it Laporte because? He's probably going to end up with the most points out of those five come at end of the season, I think. I'd or is it ben... Matip and get rid of Trent uh, and and try and get a, a elite fifth? See, this is sort of where my mind's going after asking that question. Is like, maybe I will sell Trent. Having a third premium in De Bruyne, um, the, the, the big FOMO is not having Trent, but there's so many good D. I could just have 
Reese James, Cancelo, Robbo, uh, like Ben White and or Doherty, Rudiger. or Ben White and Rudiger, Ben White and Laporte, or Laporte and Rudiger, like or or Matip and Ben White, or Matip and Doherty or Matt, right? And and but I also have fucking Kevin De Bruyne on my team by doing this. So like part of me is like, I'm so scared not owning Trent. He could get 12 points. Fucking Matip's been getting 12 points. Matt, like the last five weeks, six weeks or something, he's got like three double-digit hauls in there. I mean, he also has one game where he is rotated. That's the risk he has. None of the others have. Well, maybe Doherty has that. Uh, not as much, but but yeah, anyway, my ha- my head's just sort of spinning like, fuck, maybe I should just sell Trent this week. Keep me- Dean in case he doubles. Go down to Ben White to free up money because who do, who do they play? They play Brighton at home. That's like a really good uh, match. It's, it's the highest clean sheet odds. Yeah, and then um, just try to work. And then I'm going to free hit 33. Maybe I'll go cheap somewhere else too. Well, I don't know what that would be. Um, trying to raise some cash somewhere else too, like selling Broya even cheaper or something. I don't know. And then next week, move Rafinha to De Bruyne. So, Kevin, in answer to your question, I think your best fifth D is Ben White. Yeah. The reason why I say that is he's, you know, you talked about Liverpool, Chelsea, City having the best defence. I think Arsenal are fourth on that list. I think you think you've got the clean sheet there. I know he's not attacking, but he's he gives you that value. Um, the downside, the, the other players you've talked through are, um, you know, Doherty, he's not guaranteed to play. Spurs aren't keeping clean sheets. It's all about his attacking threat. But we talked, we just talked about the fixtures for Kulu. Do you really want Doherty to be in your bench boost when he's got Liverpool and Arsenal when you are purely relying on attacking returns there? And in fact, you know, he, you know, you know, he's probably not going to clean in either of those. Well, hopefully not anyway. Um, and I think I do like Laporte. The thing with City is, right, and we've all got to imagine, you know, the title race is really close now. But what happens if City beat Liverpool this weekend and then 33, Liverpool drop points to Man United and, you know, and then City beat Brighton. Suddenly they're like two wins ahead and there's six games to go. And then suddenly... You know, it's back to kind of where City can rotate a little bit more, and City's done in the cup, in the European Cup, which is why I think these next, we won't really know what people are going to be doing until we get to sort of around about game week 33. Once we kind of know the FA Cup outcomes, the outcomes from there, these big, you know, this this you know this big match from this week weekend, and obviously the European match that I've talked about, which is why making transfers now for the two before game week 32 is really hard because you are going into it a bit blind. Um, It's what's making the only thing that's like making free hit 33 unattractive is I don't really need to make too many transfers to my team right now. Um, But if I was going to not free hit 33 and play it, I'd be using these transfers to bring in players for 33 anyway. So either way, I'm going to have to make transfers. Do you know what I mean? Like either way, I would want to get rid of Luca Dean or someone in a some slightly unattractive way. So, so I don't know. So, 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 Kev, so take us through. You think you so so why are you gonna why are you gonna free hit in thirty three? Let's talk about that briefly. Well, so I mean, if I was to just have my normal team, not not free hitting, right? I mean, I've got 
Uh, Dean, Ramsey, Rafinha that don't have a game. Everyone else plays. I mean, I've got quite a few doublers like Dubrovka, Ramsdale, both double. I'd only pick one of them because uh, I'm not going to bench boost this week. Uh, Cancelo has a nice game against, uh, who do they play? Brighton. Brighton, yep. Um, you know, uh, Poole, I've got Robertson, Trent, and Moe. They play Man United. I've got Chelsea. They've got a decent game as well. No, they Again, don't. They've uh, got Arsenal. Arsenal. Actually, that's tough. Yeah, sorry. It's not a great single, is it? No, it's not. Um, I've got Gallagher. He plays Newcastle home. It's decent, but it's a single again. I got Kulu playing Brighton. Decent, but it's a single. Rafinha doesn't play, so I probably I sell him. Even like either way, I'm probably going to be selling Rafinha here. I probably bring in like Madison or someone with him, right? Um, uh, so, so just pause there. That, that's that's where you and I are different because I've got double Arsenal. And you don't have any Arsenal midfielders. You can move no. Rafina to get a, a City or a Leicester yeah. player, whereas I, whereas I don't, I don't have that. Or, or I could get Saka or Martinelli. <laughs> but they sure. um, got Weggy doubles, but who gives a shit? You know, Kane plays to, uh, Brighton. So the thing is, it's like, yeah, I could. The the fear is, oh, I'm gonna free hit, and my regular team's gonna outscore it because my I've got all these premiums that actually have decent fixtures, but like. Is Man United a decent fixture for Poole, really? I mean, I know they could pound them, but it's it's not like they're playing Watford or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's still Man United. They could still turn up. Um, you know, Bright. I think Spurs do have a decent fixture, but it is just one, and Brighton can show up defensively, especially if Webb's in time. I mean, he's a big miss for them. Um and same with uh, City playing Brighton, right? Like, I mean, they'll play, they'll put like a low block on them or something. Who knows what Potter will do, but they're not going to make it easy. Uh, and then, you know, Gallagher having the one game and Chelsea and Arsenal playing each other. So I just think the main, re- the main aha moment was the best double game week teams in 33 are uh, Man United, who I know who have, uh, pool away but they have Norwich at home and every week when we're doing the expected goals and expected assists and whatever Norwich are like absolutely just like the team to target still I know it was nil nil and Brighton didn't score but I mean fucking Mope skyrocketed a penalty they should have got at least one there like (laughs) they just can't finish chances that's like a Brighton thing but I still think Norwich can get pounded by Man United and then I just view uh pool is like two extra points for Bruno or Ronaldo or whatever. So say they get 10 points, they're going to get 12 or seven points. They're going to get nine or something. So they're still one of the better double game week teams. You've got uh, Lester who double against um, Newcastle and Everton. Like that's a dream. They're both away. They're both away, but I mean, like those, like Newcastle did not look good today. Like they've actually looked really good defensively as of late, but today they did not. They were horrible. And Everton but, are absolute shit. They're a team to target. And then you've got that the other one is Newcastle themselves um, have Leicester and Palace both at home. That's a decent double. I I even think Southampton has an okay double with Arsenal at home and Burnley away. Like Arsenal at home's not great, but. Burnley away really is, and then Arsenal's, you know, it's not terrible. Or So I, and I, I just, my point is for from Leicester, Man United, and Newcastle, I don't own 
a single player from those teams, except for Dubrovka, who they don't care about. So it just seems like a, a, a great week to play the chip to get like nine doublers in, 10 doublers in, eight doublers in or something, and not have to keep these players. I don't want anyone from Man United the rest of the season. I don't really want too much Leicester. Uh, I know that they double probably in 36 and 37, which is attractive, but they got Tottenham and uh, Chelsea and uh, like tough games to play as well in there. And and they're also in this Europa conference thing and they're sort of beached already, aren't they? So, I mean, there's all sorts of rotation. I just, I just don't want to own them when it gets near the end of the season and they're beached, I guess. Mind you, that might be when they're doubling. So who knows? And then same with Newcastle. I don't really want to own a bunch of Newcastle players. So just sent like a, I've, I've put together, then I put together a free hit template where I kept Kane and I kept Salah <laughs> and had nine doublers from these team. And I'm like, this is nice, man. Like, and my FOMO of not owning Mo or Kane, I don't even have to worry about. I could still fit them in as well. Um, so I think it's a, with the, I, I think with the free hit, it's like, are you going to bring in a bunch of players you don't currently have on your team? Yes. Is there a chance your normal team could outscore your free hit team? Yes. But because I'm bringing in so many doublers, I don't think it's likely. I think I could handily outscore that free hit team or a non-free hit team. Uh, and so that's sort of where my, my head's at. So what about you? I'd agree with a lot of that. I think all of that. I think the so where so my, where's my head? Um, I agree with the Manchester United. No I don't want to own any of their players again, and I think it works well if you know that Ronaldo's back. Hopefully, he's got over his illness and his back injuries and stuff. My only fear with Ronaldo is he keeps randomly missing games. We never know before before the before the game week, which is quite annoying um, because you know it will be Ronaldo, and I think he'll probably be he may well be the captain favourite, maybe. Well, perhaps he'll be the one I captain anyway. If I was going to go, well, if he was it. say known out, you could go Bruno and Sancho, and have and the, and like Var or something. I don't know. Yeah, agreed. But... I, I think I think my so anyway. So Manchester Manchester United agree with them completely. My fear is Ronaldo and his random injuries and just not turning up and not believing anything that yeah, Ranier sure. tells us. Um, Leicester, I agree they've got good fixtures, but the fear with Leicester is if they're still in the Europa Conference League and they would have played just before you no, know, they would have they're playing this midweek, then they've got a match against Palace and they've played again on the Thursday and then they double. The question is will Madison and Barnes will they actually get the minutes you want and would Kulu at home to Brighton outscore them, which is kind of the question I've got in my, you know, for my for my current team. Um I think Newcastle probably have the best best two fixtures, the best, you know, there. I'm not sure what to make of today's performance because I just think they played a high line, which wasn't the wise thing to do in the match, and they kind of just collapsed a bit. You know, it's really hard to tell if that was a one-off or not. I think I prefer their defenders over their forwards, which sounds a bit odd after you let five goals in today. But I can kind of see where you're coming from, Newcastle. So I can see all that. I, I think the flip side to that is, I think if I was to do it, I'd end up my the thing that could screw me over would be. I mean, the the other thing is. Because Chelsea have got Arsenal at home, I'd probably bench Rudiger if I was to play my team. So mm -hmm. actually, but by you know dropping Rudiger down to a you know a three point nine or a four point oh defender, it creates you know it allows me to get that extra premium, which gets me Ronaldo or something. You because know, you can you know I, don't, I won't have all this money set on the bench. Um, so 
on the plus side, I agree that Man United and Newcastle have better fixtures, as do Leicester. Um, I think it most of us are going to have maybe one or two, maybe maybe three or four players that don't play, so it reduces the risk that you end up with fielding less than eleven players. So there was there was a benefit there. I think the downside is you're going to get stung by if you've got two or three pool and you only end up with say Salah, you know, a Trent or Robbo could really burn you. Uh, and similarly, if you don't keep Cancelo, that could burn you as well, uh, as could Kulu if you've kind of got, or, or Son if you've got uh, different Tottenham players. I, I think burn, that's... But, I mean, they, they're not all going to burn you. No, I, I agree. You I, know what I mean? You know, like, sure, it could happen. Fuck, anything could happen. But then, like, you could play Cancelo and guess what? All these double game week game weekers burn you <laughs> by not well, well, hitting. The, the other thing is, of all the you know, Brighton at home might be a game where Cancelo gets a rest. Right, that, exactly. Like, all sorts um, could happen. Who knows, man? Like, and then the only narrative, remember, is the one that happened in, like, Tinker number 87. Like, fuck, I should have done that. Like, you know, the, the only other thing I'd say about Newcastle having these good fixtures is I don't know if I even want anyone from Newcastle. The only benefit is that they're, like, Shar and Burn are so cheap. You can fit them in your team as so you're, like, third D in your fifth D is like your third bench or something, but like you you said that punt on Ryan Fraser earlier. I looked him up on Understat. I mean, he had an XG of zero today and zero point zero six. I know they played Spurs, played Everton last game. He had an XG of zero point zero nine and zero point one five versus Chelsea zero and zero versus Southampton zero point zero three and zero point zero two. This guy's not actually fucking doing anything. Like I I know he's dirt cheap and. You know, they're going to double. He could be a good enabler in your free hit or something. But, like, I'm not actually going to put this guy in. I, my my free hit, dude, it's, like, Madison, Barnes, Moe, Aka, or Martinelli, I think. And then up front, I had, like, Vardy and um, – sorry, no, I had Ronaldo, Kane. <laughs> like, I'm not putting in Fraser. Like, it's this free hit is stacked with, like, three Leicester – uh, of like, if I if I don't do the Vardy one, I go Ronaldo Kane up top, which is mega. I've also got Bruno and Mo, and then I've also got Madison and Barnes and and Martinelli, and then I've also got Castagna and D. Like the D's, I know I'm not, I, I didn't go Cancelo, but I went with Castagna with a double game week. I like him a lot. Stuff like that, I don't know. And like maybe you put in, uh, and then also Ben White was in there, and one of the Newcastle D. So and then. So- well, it's like what a I'd say is solid free hit, man. Like all the best players. So overall, I'd say on the odds, you'd expect to get more points from than what we just described. Yeah. The other if, thing if, to keep in mind, though, Chris, is what other week would you play your free hit then in one of these random little like thirty sevens or something? Like say say you free hit thirty seven after the big bench boost. Okay. Then thirty eight rolls around. You you might have a team full of like issues come 38 because you've just free hit 37 and i only have one transfer to deal with it bunch of beached teams and all sorts <laughs> like, I you mean, know so, if it's not 33 it's 37 or 38 assuming you know i think it's 33 or 38 i think 37 would be setting yourself up for problems in 38 the Two- interest interesting about 37 is you could because this is so the teams that could double in 36 and 37 are chelsea Leicester, Leicester, Everton, Villa. and Villa. 
I mean, I think Villa were less likely because I think there was the, the, the yeah. view is that that Burnley game will go earlier. But so if Leicester were to double, Leicester's double in 37 would be probably Watford away in Norwich at home. I mean, wherever that Norwich game, because Leicester have got Norwich home to be rearranged, wherever uh-huh. that game drops, we'll all be wanting those Leicester players. Um, right. this, um, and therefore, because you've talked about Leicester having the attractive fixtures, Newcastle away and Everton away in 33. In 37, if they got Watford away and Norwich at home, clearly they're more attractive games yeah. than the one you talked in 33. Um, and therefore, arguably 37 could be a really, really nice time to get those Leicester players who you might not have got in for 36 because they've got Everton at home and Chelsea away. It's probably the 36 that they double then. Um, I know there's lots of ifs and whats, ifs and buts. So I think it's a tricky one. Um, it is tricky because I like to usually use my free hit in the big blank to kind of like turn a really shitty week into like a really have. good week. It's just a Yeah, but now I've got this other free hit that I was, I mean, they gave it to us because of like COVID postponements, but we're obviously trying to attack points with it or whatever strategically and i mean i if let's say we didn't free hit 33 i mean my next three transfers i'd probably be bringing in uh barnes madison and uh like a defender and um like you know white maybe for me or something like that and then by the time i got to 37 i'd have barnes madison already yeah probably so i wouldn't need to even free hit them You're, you're either I guess no matter what week we free hit, because Leicester have so many doubles, it's going to like be a bring in Leicester players kind of free hit, but then you won't have them for the other week. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, agreed. And um, so I think if, if, if Chelsea do double in 37 and they're fighting for top four, like that's really interesting. That kind of makes me lean. Maybe I should get Rudiger as that 50 because yeah. That like having two Chelsea by then will probably be what everyone's focused on getting, especially well, it, if they're going to double in thirty six and thirty seven. I, I would imagine that the next few weeks, once people realize that targeting Chelsea assets will be important, and it'll probably be Reese James, Rudiger, and then Mount or Kai so, or whoever's in form. Like I said, they just got their asses kicked, so. Just because Kai Havertz has been starting the last five, now all of a sudden things might change because Brentford just whooped them. I mean, what I'd say about Chelsea is you'll know after 33. So the two yeah. things that would swing in that way are, one, they get knocked out by Real Madrid, which we'll know by the middle of next week. Or, of course, they get hammered this this, this week. You'll maybe assume they're out. And then it's yeah. Arsenal-Chelsea in 33. If we were to beat them, that would really pull them into it. Um. So that's yeah. the big thing on Chelsea. But obviously, again, you won't know until you get to the end of 33. On the flip side, they knock out Real Madrid. They beat us in 33. They're then focused just on the Champions League and the league is, you know, that they've, they've got that cushion again that they, they, they had before. Yeah. Um, it's funny because uh, uh, Geek had his podcast forever. And the only question I asked was, uh, it, are, when do you start considering beach teams and, and uh, Troop and... Uh, uh, John were both like, oh, not for a few more weeks, this, not the other. And the reason I'm asking that is like this game week 33, this free hit, as soon as that's over, we're going to be in that beached hit time now. And like, I got to use two tr- transfers now. I don't really want to be bringing anyone in. 
that's going to be in beached mode right after 33. And I'm only going to have like two transfers left for game week 36. And then I got to try and bench boost. And like, we're going to be in this like beached rotation area. So like, I get it's early to fucking think about that. And when they were saying that in the answer, I'm like, I know that, but like, my point is, I think you need to be thinking about it a little bit now because every transfer you make now, you're only going to have like two transfers after 33. Three. until 36 right so like you know you, you've got three try transfers. to get ahead of that now so that you don't have an issue later kev, kev you can have three transfers you got transfer in 34 sure. 35, Sorry. And 36. three but like i agree with, it's, it's not it's not very many i i mean the thing is Lester's really interesting because they've got the most doubles and like attractive doubles but they're probably the most risk for beached and not really caring what the league is much versus other stuff and like they're kind of probably it might be even a little bit of a trap Agreed. I mean, what I would say, the, only, the, the two last things I'd say is whatever you do now, I would almost be certain in position that you're happy that you've got a good team for 34 because ideally mm-hmm. we roll the transfer in 34, take one transfer in 35 and have two transfers going to 36. So good you've point. got the maximum amount of news to maximise that bench boost because, this, I mean, I, I think there's a great chance whatever happens in bench boost 36, the best planning in the world will either end up having to take a hit because there's been some unknown news or you go into it thinking you're going to have 15 players and then two get taken down by COVID. It's just kind of how right. this season's going, but that's just, that's just how it is. Um, so question for you, just for 32. Yeah. So I've got Trent, Robbo, Cancelo and Salah. So I think you do as well. Is that right? Yep. Which of those four are you playing in your starting 11? Out of those Trent, four players. Robbo, Cancelo, all Cancelo of them. And Salah. So basically Liverpool and City players. You're playing all of them? Yes. Right, okay. They're all... The 3D are just... They're per, it's, it's like... It's the... It's, like Cancelo, Robertson, Trent to me are the best types of players to play in a game like this because if it ends up being a nail nail, you get three clean sheets. And if it ends up being like a two two, all of them could get a goal or an assist. They're that kind of player. They could all be involved in the score, right? Mo's the bigger risk, even though he had the like one of the goals of the season against City earlier in the year. It's not very likely he's going to score against a team like City, is it? He scored like, last time. He scored in the city. Got that's like, what I just said. He got like the goal of this one of the goals of the seasons against him. But it's not likely that that's going to happen. It it did happen, but and, and he's, it's still he's unlikely you're going to score against Man City. It doesn't matter who you are. I I know it's Mo and he could score against anyone, but like it's still the toughest opponent he could have on the fucking whole season. It's it's he's still not worth benching though. He's just clearly not a captain pick this week. Is how I view it. But um, no. the other thing is maybe the, maybe I do sell. I'm I'm considering this Trent sale and just totally going against the EO grain here. Uh, if it means I do get De Bruyne in, the other thing I thought of is what if it means I get Son in? So I have like uh, Kane, Son, Kulu. But I just I like the thought of De Bruyne, man. I'm looking at that like top xg and xga over the last like so many weeks stuff like kane's right or uh de bruyne's right near the top with kane man and i'm sure i read somewhere right? unreal like if he's if we know he's starting which he should be if they're going for the league race right now like de bruyne is like on the kane mo level he's the only other player up there right yeah but like, I, i'm sure i read somewhere money. 
that since yeah. he's been back from injury, like maybe 10 game weeks ago, he's been the highest scoring player in the game or something. But I've not. Dude, think about this. If I squeezed in De Bruyne for 33, here's who he'd play Brighton at home, Watford at home, Leeds away, Newcastle at home. <laughs> like, With I'm Wolves away. He would be my captain every week. West Ham away, Villa at home to end the season, and yeah, Wolves away is going to be squeezed in there somewhere. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I think for most people, it's Salah or KDB, which is kind of what I've touched on. But people are like, can't sell Trent, can't do it. I'm like, I get it, man. He could hurt me in any of these weeks, but he is an eight point four defender. It is. I mean he has to be producing like that to earn his value. And you could say, oh, well, you know, 8.4, he's basically a midfielder or whatever. Like he's better than an 8.4 midfielder. I'm like, I get it, but there's no four and a half Ben White comparable to put in instead of Trent in the midfield, is there? Like which fucking four and a half million midfielder are you putting in that's like Ben White's level? Right. Sorry. Like that's that's where I never understood that. Like, oh, well, seven million midfielders. I'd rather have a Robbo or something like I like Robbo a lot, too. But like that comparison stupid to me because the, there's no there's no like four million, four and a half million mids that you can make that comparison to to Ben White. And, and then I, when I start thinking like that way, I'm like, why aren't we playing five at the back always? Like there's clearly more value than any other position, like throughout the board. Right, it is. If you think about it, it's really weird. You'd think there'd be more five at the back teams. Well, I think I think we are going that direction, but yeah, agree. Yeah. Um. So, I'm scared to do it. I am I'm scared to sell Trent, but so I'm like, I, I just want to check. So I how I have to? Pardon? So if you go Trent to why you get three and a half million, and the Bruyne is what twelve million? Uh, just I think I get million? more than three and a half million. I think I got like four million. Or man, no, no. Maybe it is three and a half. Yeah, because Ben White's three and a half. Uh, it's four and a half. Oh, yeah. I have 1.1 in my bank. That's what's throwing me off. So it's you have 4.6. So then how much is... I'd have 4.4. If I sell if I sell Trent to White, I'd have 4.4 to spend. Uh, De Bruyne would come for Murphinia, so I'm at 10.9. So I'd need another mm, one? No, 0.8 mil. So... I could go like Luca Dean down. I I could go. Um, okay, well, I just I was just I wondering how, like, how you afford eleven point seven million midfielder with three and a half million from Rafina. But okay, so it's so it'll be a minus four to do it. Okay. Well, I wouldn't do it this week. I wouldn't bring in De Bruyne to play pool. I would do the De Bruyne move after the free hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd come out of free hit with like six million in my bank. How, yeah. you know, I would do, I would go down with my two moves this week. I'd bring in Ben White and I'd bring in, I don't know who else. I'd have so, to tinker. But I could, I I look could, at those I fixtures, could get 0.8. It's 33 Pardon? or, for, if I look at the City fixtures, it's 33 or 34. So Brighton home or Watford at home where I could see Unreal. the rest. So I mean, I, sure he could rest, but I don't, I don't, I'm going on the basis they're playing for the league. Oh yeah, forget that. And, uh, I don't think as soon as city need to rest, that would also mean that pool would be able to rest because they're really their only competition at this point. So as soon as the league is meaningless for pool, it will be meaningless for city and vice versa. 
that, but as long as the league's in play, they're both going to play their, their best lineup every week, I think. I, I think one thing I've taken from today's conversation, I haven't really thought about it, is I think you're right. City City are happy with the draw, right, at home. City are going to make it hard to let a goal in. Um, so ju- just the reason why yeah. I asked the question, the, the, the question that sort of drove this conversation was, I'm, I'm planning to play Salah. I'm planning to play yeah. Cancelo. Um, and I'm, I was planning to bench one of Trent or Robbo. Um, but I was a bit uncertain about that. But then if I'm on, on it, so so here's a question for you. If you had Wood, who's got Wolves at home, and you had Cucho, who had Leeds at home, which of those two forwards would you play? Wood and Cucho? Who did they have, sorry? Uh, Wood has got Wolves at home, and Cucho has got Leeds at home. Cucho. Right, okay. Dude, man, Wood does not look good. No, I agree. Um, he does. He just looks like he's on a team that's faster than him. And I know they were playing, and I, I'm pretty sure he got a handball today, and that shouldn't have counted, but it was soft. I'm glad they didn't call call it off, but it did look like it hit his arm. I mean, the only reason why he's still in my team, <laughs> I would be sending him, probably, if it wasn't for the fact that bro, your blanks this week, and I probably don't want him for the rest of the season, he's the guy to move on. Yeah. But also, Wood plays Norwich in 34, so no matter how bad Newcastle are, uh, so no, no matter how bad Wood is, he plays Norwich, and we've talked about Norwich and how easy they are, well, and how they how they make bad players look good, effectively. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, we went around the houses a bit there. <laughs> um, All good, man. But I mean, I'm pretty certain. So I'm pretty certain I'm going Sar to Ramsdale. The only question mark being Ramsdale's fitness, because I know he's. Even, even if he's back tomorrow, obviously, you know, once someone's got an injury, there's always a chance, you know, they, you know, you know, they, they, they tweak it again. Um, and then I'm either going to move Broya to either Mateta or to Cucho. Uh, wow. and I'm probably leaning on Cucho. And I would prefer to have the re- I, I, to be clear, I'm going to end up with Cucho and Mateta as my two forwards, is my plan, uh, which then gives me money to allow me to get Kulu to. Like Foden or Grealish or Madison. In fact, I think I worked out I could do a move, which is um, if I end up with, if I do the Ramsdale and Cucho this week, if I then bring Mateta in for Wood, I then have enough money to move Kulu to Madison and Dinier to uh, James. And I got about 0.3 uh, leeway on that. So that might be what I do as I head towards 36. So, but I, but, I was basically working through different permutations and Cucho generally works out as a slightly better player to go for because he's only 0.2 cheaper than Mateta, but that does actually make a difference. So I get a few more options when I get back in 34. So that's probably where my head's at. But there's still plenty of, you know, as you said before, Kev, there's what, nine games this week. So there's plenty of injuries and other news to derail any plans we have for our 32 transfers. Well, I was just kind of looking where would I get 0.8 from if I got on to... King, and I think it would actually have to be Weggy down to Cucho or to Mateta. Mateta. So now all of a sudden I am thinking like you. And if I did that, if I went to Cucho because he's five, let's say. But the thing is, Cucho just becomes the thing is, there's a lot of benching headaches you got coming up. Yeah. Cucho, Cucho. Yeah, it's got leads arguably. I mean, it's the worst week to sell Weggy because they got Norwich this week. I know. It's the only week where you think Burnley least... might do something. 
I wouldn't even need I wouldn't even have to go down to Ben White. I could go down to five I could go all the way up to five point two on the D. If I did that, but I wouldn't I'd just go Ben White. I think but I think particularly if you're not gonna have any Arsenal mids, having double defense gives you a little bit of a hedge. I know it's yeah. a, it's, a, it's a different type of hedge. Well, I would you know what I would might consider though is going mad up and like to, to kind of hedge the Trent risk. Yeah, that makes but I could just I could just move Dean over to Matt up later. Yeah, Matt exactly up later on. That makes right. more sense. Yeah. That, I think that does make sense. So you're you're saying you could do what? Trent I'm to... saying that I would still have Liverpool double D. I just yeah. wouldn't have Trent. I'd have Kevin fucking De Bruyne in my team instead of the like the difference between Trent and Maddox attacking return would give me De Bruyne. Because I'd yes. still have the pool clean sheet Trent gives me. That's the key. Hedging the clean sheet with Maddup. Now you're saying, okay, is it worth uh, $3 million more Maddup to Trent for the attacking returns Trent gets? And I'm using that $3 million to get Kevin De Bruyne into my team. Well, using, yeah. Well, plus So I don't think when you put it that way, you know, like Trent, is he unreal? This, that, and the other? Yes, but at a certain dollar amount, it's like, okay, the premium. He now needs to be getting these assists like almost every game for this three million premium to actually be worth it over Maddox. I mean, the, the other thing about Trent is he just had this hamstring injury. Yeah, I'm and Maddox is yeah. also getting assists and goals. <laughs> He's making these runs that he never used to make. So, but yeah, Trent's also injured. So I just like, it's a huge gamble. I'm in the top 10 K. I don't need to make this gamble. I just feel like I'm also, I also, for some reason have like a, I seem to have like a million more team value than everyone else. Like it would be nice to use it to my advantage. And I don't think most people are even considering a premium. I mean, the thing is getting rid of, I mean, you could do it if you get to white this if you go Trent to White this week, and then... Mm -hmm. I just don't know how to get the point eight unless I get rid of Weggy versus Norwich and also gamble on a forward that's going to bench boost double in 36 later. So, so after all this, you're going to go Kucha, like I've told you that. That's what I'm doing. Well, I don't know if I will, because I don't know if they'll double later. Well, no, he, he, he'll, he's most likely to double in 37, not 36, is the theory. Exactly. And uh -huh. I want him to bench boost. And because because of how the Crystal Palace and Watford are one of the games that could the the because Watford and Watford play Crystal Palace in thirty six, that's the actual game that's happening. Mm -hmm. I think because of that, I don't I don't think Cucho and Mateta can bet double, only one of them can, and Mateta's the most you know, it's like eighty twenty that Mateta doubles rather than Cucho. Yeah. So but the problem is I need to tinker. I could also sell Gallagher down, but I like I love Gallagher. I don't really want him. It's kinda of like a I'm like a, it's like a favorite of mine, and I got him. He's only if five you're, nine. If you're Gallagher, then surely there's less need to go Mateta because then you've got yeah. too many eggs in Crystal Palace. Gallagher is the best player to have on uh, Palace, clearly, but it's just like a forwards or shit. Why not go as cheap as possible with with them? I None mean, of them the, are scoring anyway. The, the the other thing I would say is that if the way the chips fall, there's a chance that Bowen ends up doubling in the thirty six. His double would be Norwich and Man City, which is the two extremes of a double. Yeah, um, exactly. But um, it's like Man United. But yeah. Anyway, we could probably. Well, it's. 
I think the problem is we're not going to know these doubles, and I think it's making a lot of influence of what we do now. And I think the extent of which you can do something that gives you the most options from, particularly if you're in a free hit in 33, that's 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 the key. And I think it involves a, quite a lot of forward looking. Is is the summary I take from sort of the waffle you've had the last hour or so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I, I I mean the only the only other way I would be able to afford it is if I made Kane Son somehow, and was like, you know, Gallagher was Son, Rafinha was De Bruyne, but then what other forward would you have? They're so so bad. Well, like... I, think, I think that's your issue. Is what yeah. I mean. I think if you're doing that, you end up. I think you end up with like Tony or something. Yeah, you or Tony, or you decide to go for Nacho because Vardy's. I'd go Watkins before Nacho. No, but but if Vardy gets announced he's out for the season this this week, for example, then you might be yeah. tempted by Nacho. I'm just, you know, I appreciate. Oh, that. I mean, I'm not doing anything until probably Friday. Um, I got t- two transfers to make. I just, I'm, I'm a bit. I think locked. it's really hard to make transfers, certainly before Thursday, because exactly. Chelsea, Paul, and City all play Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, that could, that could, that could change a lot of things. The only other thing I could do is if I brought Dean down to a 4.2. Then I don't have to change Weggy or anything like that. And... I generally think... I'd rather have my fifth D not be some shitty 4.2 D when I just listed all these like elite D that I could have for not much more. I, I would just be fearful of Digne ended up with that double of Norwich at home and Burnley at home in 35. Yeah. That would you would then be going. I really want this 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 guy back. So that's my only warning on yeah. Dinier. But I can but I can see I can see you wouldn't play him until thirty five. No. He's no I interest there. Keep, I need to keep Dean, and then I need to be able to swap him to Matip. He he does what I would say is looking really far ahead. Villa have Man City last game of the season. There's so no way have... Dean's in my team. Like the the only I would. Like, if it comes out that Dean's double isn't in 34 or 35, I'm going to switch him to Matt up, like, immediately. <laughs> if it if it's a double in 34 or 35, keep him for that. Then I'll switch him to Matt up before double game week 36. Yeah, I think but the like, short... I'm not going to, like, keep Dean very long here. In fact, I'd love to just get rid of him now. I hate him. <laughs> but my expectation is by... Before we get to week game week thirty four, they will announce all the yeah. doubles, and I will be on my free hit, not having to worry about it yet. So okay, I think I'm gonna do this, dude. I think I'm gonna like do this plan. I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna sell Trent, and I'm gonna sell like Weggy down, and then De Bruyne's gonna get hurt. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I'd end up just getting Son, and then like fuck it, I'll roll with King, Kulu, and Son. We should get rolling, dude. Yeah. So, I think because we didn't pod last weekend, we had a lot to talk about because that's been yeah. a hour and ten minutes, I think. Yeah, well, two. no one has to listen to this one. I was gonna say, if anyone can hear, if anyone listens, listens to this end bit, well, well done for getting this far. I listened to some pods who are like this is so long. Like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, well, fuck people. Th- people just turn it off. They don't have to listen to the whole thing. We like to talk about a bunch of shit and air out our thoughts like it's not some structured pod where we ask questions or people ask us questions and stuff or are like differentiators that 20 minute thing right and then it's just we basically we're having this phone call every week anyway we might, we might as well record it <laughs> yep okay 
I hope you get better soon, man. Yeah, thank yeah, thank you. You feel on like one, a scale of one to ten? How do you feel? Is ten good and one bad? Ten's bad. Like how okay. bad for COVID? I'm probably like about five or something. I'm not terrible. I'm just. But you well, can probably tell you by. Need to ask which one was bad if you picked five. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been the same either way. <laughs> well, I think it illustrates what I was about to say, which is, but what I have worked out is that my brain isn't working very well today, which is why well, I keep saying stupid things, which I've just demonstrated point. by that question and that, and then my answer to your, to your, to your scale, right? That seems like a good point to to uh, close this down. Um, well, hopefully we're back next next weekend. Maybe a, a challenge because I'm in London, for my wife's fortieth. Oh, um, nice! And in a hotel without. Oh, sweet! Well, well I you can watching... pod from the from the jacuzzi tub then. Yeah. Well, we'll have to work that off offline because I'm not I'm not back until mon- Monday night. Well, how do the I... fixtures even roll next? sunday and all that shit like we could just do something we could do like a free hit pod or something i don't know well potentially what we could do is try and do the part one pod on the sunday and get then that out and then, and then do part two later in the week is or part we could do the part one pod on the monday or something if you'd prefer yeah well I, I'm not when really Easter? Time. is that next weekend no next no, weekend's my daughter's weekend after oh, but I'm day? Also, it's the uh 18th or 17th or something of April. Uh, it's the 17th of April. Yeah. Sunday, which which day is your wife's birthday? Because my daughter's birthday is next Sunday. Uh, my wife's birthday is 11th of April, so the Monday. Oh, okay, 10. And I always know, and you probably, I, mean, I don't know how much you follow golf, but it's being the Masters weekend every time it's my daughter's birthday. <laughs> I love the Masters. I don't watch don't like every golf. golf tournament or everything, but I always watch the Masters. I like just, it's like this beginning of spring summer feeling whenever it's on right i love it yeah. so uh, uh, how old is your daughter gonna be she's turning four. four happy birthday yeah okay and the last thing i was gonna say is i'm actually at arsenal burnley on saturday so oh you're gonna another, feel another reason to go ramsdale because i have ramsdale saka and martinelli to cheer and probably captain saka and then just have all my chips in on the game i'm watching so were you like, oh well, well, let's go to London for your birthday. By the way, I'm gonna fuck off and go to the Arsenal game. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm taking my daughter, so it'd be her first Arsenal. Men's oh, game. really? Oh, that's nice. So, so she wants to go. I said, so before we booked, I said, I said, if we do it and we're playing at home, I want I take Violet to that, and she was like, yeah, that's fine. So, yeah, the short oh, of it is, yeah, yeah. So we are Have looking you... forward to that. She's your oldest, right? So your son's never been to a game either, right? No, he's not. He's he plays football, but he's not so keen on watching Arsenal. In fact, he refuses to wear his shirt. Anyway, I'm sure that's just to wind me up. But um, yeah, whereas, 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 my, whereas my daughter, is, she's more into football and, you know, she, she watches quite a bit of football anyway. So she's she's looking forward to it. I think Tierney was her favourite player, but I think it's quite quickly becoming Saka. So um, we'll see if she ends up with a Saka shirt after Saturday as well. Right. Should close up there? Um, yeah, sounds good, man. We'll have fun. Hopefully you feel better by then. No, thank you. I, I hope that too. And hopefully I don't give my wife COVID before then because that could somehow derail our plans. But fingers crossed. All yeah. right. Be good for our pod plans, though. <laughs> 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 All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Bye.